Uh, Desmond. Do I have a squeaky chair? It is. No, I, I don't hear your rickety stool. Uh, okay. It is the Uncle Leo 47th episode of Through the Island Podcast, baby. We're going to hit a hundred at some point. That's it's kind of it's kind of insane. First line wing. Uh, first line wing when the, in the Islanders' deepest run of our lives. Um, so You're that was right. pretty cool. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But d- deepest run so far. I okay. believe they'll yeah, make sure. it to the promised land. But yeah. uh so it's uh, it's been two it's been two weeks since we last did the pod. <laughs> um and uh it, it it like I I just now was was going to get myself a little we're recording in the morning, it's 9 30 a.m. December 16th. Mike said he'll have the pod out around four today. So you'll yeah. have six hours before the game against the coyotes tonight. He said that. Um Hopefully you're listening to this, but uh, so I was going to get breakfast and I, I was like, where were the Islanders at before we last recorded? When did we record? And mm-hmm. it was before that, um, that Predators game. Right. Um, and, and so since then, since we last recorded, they are two, three and one. Um, and it's, what's interesting to me is that the tone of the last pod that we did was, the Islanders were four, at four and three, like had had gone four and three in the time between the episode previous to that one, and we talked about how they didn't feel like they were just one game over five hundred in that that time span. And now it feels like a flip of it. Feels like the Islanders maybe feels like they they've done worse than mm-hmm. than the the numbers indicate um but I, I don't know what 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 are you feeling um in this what i would say it's been a mid-december yeah i think that's the best way of putting it it's been like very um you know i feel like uh before the stretch of games they were kind of they're kind of going on streaks where it was like lose a handful but win a handful and then lose a handful win a handful now it feels like almost every other uh I I feel like we're about to I, I feel like they're gonna kill the coyotes tonight. I just have this feeling. Um but yeah, it's it's the difference of me turning on a game and being like Islanders are on tonight and being like, mm, I don't know what I'm gonna get tonight. Uh and and that's especially amplified by the the game that that we went to against the Hurricanes, which was truly I know that you point out one um one game last year against the Bruins as truly maybe one of the most uneventful hockey games you've ever seen in your life. The first two periods of this game were maybe the most uneventful hockey I've watched. It's definitely all year, if not like close to a top three in my life, just nothing going on for either team. And then the third, the hurricanes had, they, they had their legs and they were, they were going. Um, But it was just like brutal to watch just, just from a entertainment perspective even. Um, But yeah. And and then they, and then, and then they'll give you performances like the one against the devils, uh, which I wasn't able to watch, but I watching the game recap uh, looked like a really fun game to be invested in. Um, I I know, I know that they have the coyotes, they have the abs um, who Mm. are going through Mm. their own thing right now. Hmm. They're going through their own thing right now. They just lost the same. I'm rooting for night. the Islanders. I'm rooting for the Islanders uh, against the Avs. We'll get to it. I think what it's a question. Oh. I think it's a oh, question. Okay. So I'm going to kick the can down the road. 
the Avs are having their own, you know, they, they, they won two, they, you know, they've got like, ten, they had like 10 regulars out. They just got Nachushkin and Lekin in back. Four, <laughs> okay. Three. Uh, my, my point being, my point being, they're playing a very kind of of the similar type of like, it's, it's like dreary and like, uh, just, just, you don't know what you're going to get um, from them. Uh, so that, that, that's going to be a big game for both teams. Uh, and then past that, they got the Rangers who are red hot after being ice cold. Uh, yeah. and then the Panthers before Christmas, um, wh- which you're going to go, you're going to be at that game wearing, uh, and they're going to be wearing the fishermen again. And hopefully so, we get a first fisherman goal. Um, yeah. First fisherman, forget about win goal. No, but, but, but when they need, they need to win in those shares as you were, as you were talking about, yeah. um, so, but 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 ultimately, my my point being, um, you don't know what you're gonna get from the team when you turn the game on, uh, and and it's just like you know I I have this feeling about tonight, um, and I think Monday's gonna be a good game. I don't know which way it's gonna swing, um, and then and I think then, it's time. Yeah, I think it's yeah. time for the uh, like so so I mean something about this kind of foggy last two weeks is that. The injury, like the, is that, is that they've had, they've had injuries. Alex, and, yeah. Like, like yeah. and it's, so like before Mary, that, maybe, Bovillia, yeah. during this period, Pellick and Bovillia got hurt. But before that, Paul Mary, Paul Mary hasn't played since that, that Toronto game. So he, mm-hmm. he hasn't played since before Thanksgiving. And I think it's one of those things where we've said it before about how the Islanders, have a have enough uh, for the most part they're just a group of very solid B plus players yeah. that 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 when with one A you yeah know. with well well I would say I, I mean and it's like interesting it's that like I think so I think I think Barzal has has uh, has graduated into being an A player um, yeah yeah he's and point, I th- if you're a point per game player you're an A player and I think I think Sorokin is an is an A, a player plus. yeah A plus and then you know. Pelik and Pulak are, are just interesting. Dobson's still finding his way, but like for the most part, like as far as what you can kind of expect from the team mm. game in game out, it's, it's a lot of B to B plus players that you are hoping that the execution and the, and the chemistry and the familiarity with each other uh, and being, being stabilized and, and, and lifted, get getting a, a big boost from the goaltending and it's uh, deep throughout the lineup as opposed to some other teams where you look at their third and fourth lines and you go, eh. but you look at the Islanders third, you know, Peugeot's a third line center is pretty dope. Um, I mean, know, when, Paul, when Palmieri is healthy, yeah. they've been rocking uh, Parise, Peugeot, and, and Palmieri, and Parise and Palmieri are, are on pace for 20-plus goal yeah. seasons. So, you know, I, I, think line. That's, I think that's getting a lot out of a third line. If you have two yeah. 20-plus goal scorers on, on a third line, that's really good. Um, What's I the guess, most, like, the most memorable third lines in history are, uh, in recent history, are, like, the the Lightning, uh, the first cup. That, H, the, the HBK line? And the HBK line. Those are the two that, I think the Kings had one, too. That 70s line, they might have called it. Um, Toffoli uh i want to say pearson maybe but it was they, they were yeah good okay uh, okay yeah yeah so so i i guess the 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 point is that like with palmary being out it's it's one of those things yeah. where uh the islanders depth that the islanders strength is their depth depth but the problem is when you don't have 
an actual like hierarchy of like talent, mm. then then losing mm-hmm. one piece means a lot. And and I think that you know it's I I do think it's one of those things. So, so now we're thirty games into the season, and mm-hmm. I would like to know who this team is more than than, than I do. And it's and you know I feel like you can only say new system, new system, et cetera, et cetera. But the reality is, is that when you've had key, the way this team is built, when you start to have injuries, as a bunch of teams do, I, I know with, with the with the Golden Knights, I know uh, Eichel was day to day. I believe McNabb yeah. is out for a month at least. I think. Yeah, that like they're they're starting to have injuries. Everybody is dealing with injuries now. Like it's just this is the time of year where it also seems like there's been a lot. I'm not sure if it's been like this around the league. It feels like for the Islanders, there've been plenty of back to backs yeah. on the schedule so far. Yeah, and uh, and I just I think that it's it's one of those things where Palmieri being out. Okay, so that's one less scorer. That's one less guy that can shoot from distance, which definitely um, affects your your like your tactics as far as strategy and spreading out defenses. Um, yeah. And then and then as you know, so then the the uh, the Devils game, you know, in the in that Blues game, you know, you get Sorokin's first bad game of the season, probably his his first, maybe his worst game as a pro. That his first when he was kind of thrust into a debut right. because Clutterbuck hit Varlamov in the collarbone and in, in warmups, yeah. like uh, it. But it felt like it was just, and it was one of those things where after the goals, it was like you you could just look on his face like sometimes you don't have. Honestly, it was heartening for me, like as a as a performer, like just some nights you just don't fucking have it. Like I, it's just no, weird. You don't. It just yeah, yeah, and it's 100%. just it's like it's it's frustrating as fucking hell. But like mm-hmm. you just end up in that space like and you're it's, like it's yeah you're like living in your head those nights too it's 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 tough it's it, the, the night goes by so slow in those instances it's wild it's yeah. it, it was just like it's it's like looking at his face like after that the, that bad goal the fifth goal yeah. he took his helmet off and i just like i was like <laughs> yeah. yep i know like i know those shows like i i, I yeah. know those like i don't i don't know what the fuck i'm i don't know how, what to do with this fucking thing yeah uh, yeah I, and, I don't know what and, and you know what? They made it a game for what it's worth, and I think that's a testament to the team. But I also think it's a testament to the Blues. But you, you, you know, that's that's neither here nor there. I, I, I you, the you Pelic, have to make those games interesting. The Pelic injury happening yeah. there was just like such a fucking Bertuzzo, man. Every fucking time, every dirtbag Blues, man. The 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 Blues are a team of dirtbags. Seriously, it's a, uh, it, it's an O'Doyle rules situation. I hope they all just drive off a fucking cliff. I, I, I mean this when I say that that series against the Avalanche last year, some of the shit that they were doing was the and, and I know he's not on the team anymore, but but Perron, it, it's like it's it's just like it is a team of dirtbags uh with a goaltender who's king dirtbag and a coach who's kind of lord of the dirtbags. It's 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 wild. But you know, it, it's one of those things where if 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 the Islanders were built like that, we'd be, you know, we'd, we'd be reveling in it. We'd be, we'd be, you know, cleaning ourselves with this dirt to a certain extent. Well, to a certain extent. well, but I, I, th- I think with the blues, it's the, the fact that Bennington sucks. Well, is, that doesn't is, help. Is, if he, if he was good is, 
and doing exactly. this. It's one of those things where you're like, oh, you'll love to have a player like that. But it's if, if he's, twice yeah, as worse. If, if he's good, if he's good and has that like dirtbag type shtick, it's like it, it's it's like wrestling. But the fact that he like it, like carries himself, he carries himself like he's doing the like the Patrick Wah type of like right. uh, head games. But but he's he's fucking, uh, he, he's uh, I I don't even know he he's like maybe Curtis Joseph Light, like sure, sure. he's like well. Yeah, I, I think that Curtis Joseph might... He never won a cup, right? Curtis Joseph? Correct. It's one of those things where I think... I It's tough to say whether uh, I, it's just a name from my childhood that I'm fond of. And I'm like, oh, well, Curtis Joseph will will age better. Um, but... Or... I, I, yeah. Well, no, I, I mean, ultimately, though, like, the, the, the Pelic injury just... As soon as he, he he takes that hit and then he gets the wobbly legs, I was like, oh fuck, yeah. this guy's brain is cooked. And then, yeah. you know, it it was one of those things where so they lose him. We're all worried about the the Devils game. I also I was playing a show, so I didn't I didn't see that game either. I did watch the condensed highlights. I think, you know, it, it's one of those things where this team is able to to rally and they do. It's interesting. So they do have the talent, but it's just uh, it, it feels like you know they're able to rally there, and then they play the they play the Canes on a back to back, while while the Canes had like four days rest. Yeah, going into that yeah, game. yeah. It it it's it's again they, they they could they could and should have played better, but I do I do wonder how much that Devils game. Was a you know a rally yeah. game, a, a rivalry game, and then like when it comes down to it, it's that like right now they lose Bo in that game, mm-hmm. and and so then you know against Carolina they're they're out Pelic, Palmieri, and Bolivier, and it's it's one of those things where, like you like like we said they they there wasn't much going on in that they they didn't generate much, they didn't. Yeah. They didn't give up too much. That there were well, there that's were what I'm high- saying. It was uneventful. It was legitimately yeah. uneventful through the first two periods, and then in the third, the Hurricanes had their legs and kind of were they, they deflection had goal, end. deflection yeah. goal, giveaway goal, and then yeah. it's 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 it, over. It's it was I, tough. I I think, you know, I I think, and then, and then we, we, it, that brings us to the. To the and and we'll kind of get in summary of a lot of these yeah, things and, yeah, and, and yeah. the pieces, but and then with the Boston game, like for me, good game, good. Honestly, I know that it was up and down, but but that's a game that you take, yeah, against the, probably the best team in the league right now. I mean, the, I know, the real best team, especially because the Devils have been faltering. So that they they, they have, are the, the 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 Bruins are the real the real best team. The Bruins wound up losing last night to the Kings at home, but in a shootout, and it's one of those things where. Barzell scores that first goal and uh, the Islanders get that first save. And, and you're, we're immediately thinking Islanders are going to win this. Yeah. And you know, it happens. Uh, it's, it's like one of those things where usually when it's one, nothing in a shooter, I'm like, that's a lock. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But what are you going to do? What, what, what are you going to do? It, it was still, again, it's the difference between one save and for what it's worth, they didn't make all Mark make either. I, you know, Nelson had a post in the shootout and then uh bailey missed the net um so it's like one of those things where it's like 
the post, depending on where you, what you think about posts being saves or whatever, you know, uh, you could also make the argument that Allmark didn't have to make two saves. And, yeah. you know, Varlamov was up against fucking Pasternak nightmare. Yeah, I, I so I, I guess to me that was a point you'll take in in, oh, in yeah. any event. It, I mean, and it was one of those things where it's like I, there were a lot of people that that were pissed about Lee flubbing that that one timer and oh, and just ge- generally not having a good game. But it's like again, yeah. it's one of those things. I I don't I don't understand the inability to not take every single play or game and treat it as a micro co- like uh, extrapolate yeah, yeah. it in, into needing to be you know islander fans do this thing sometimes it's, it's kind of like what uh what leafs fans do it's, or it's a similar thing leafs fans when the leafs have some sort of call that they don't agree with in a game the rule book either either need there either needs to be a new rule added to the rule book sure, sure, or sure. a rule needs to, needs to be undone because they, they, they should have won that. And with Islander fans, when one player has a bad game, has a couple bad games and like, and specifically with guys like Lee, it becomes this thing. This guy's overpaid. He needs to go. We need to buy him out, trade him for whoever couple picks yeah, well, to Jesus get him off. Right. Yeah. It's 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 asinine, and it's just like it's one of those things where I, I don't I don't know. Who, yeah, w- w- you have to think about like like seriously. If you're if you're proposing something like that, you have to like ask yourself what you're asking. It's one trading away the captain. Two, the the caps the cap hit in the grand scheme of things is is not bad. Two three. What's he on pace for? 20-something goals? Yeah, I think he's on pace for like four. 23 goals, something like that. Or in what world is some is a GM like Lou Lamarell going to trade away his captain? Because, be, no, seriously, why would he do it? Why would one, even like some more modern forward-thinking GMs do do that if their captain's having a, a handful of bad games and it's just it, it really is just thinking the worst and it's like well this is who this guy is now even though he's on pace for 20 something goals uh and, and that's with a slump like that that's with a slump affecting yeah. the pace he's, he's on I pace do... like 24 goals and that's with like a slump you know in there and I, I i think you know i think he, he usually looks pretty competent and pretty good um you know i don't know it's it's it is very doom and gloom kind of just it's it's a bummer and and you know not to like completely change course here because this is relatively adjacent but it's kind of what you were talking about with like looks like bailey's on his way out and and there's just this energy uh, surrounding him yeah where it's like these people are gonna need these people who every single thing that he does is is like uh held under a microscope they're gonna need to deflect you know they're going to need to deflect that attention onto someone else. And you already see Barzell getting some of it, which is nuts. The complaint. Yeah. The, the complaint about Barzell not scoring a goal, being a point, per, acknowledging that he's a point per game player, but that, that most of those are, are not goals. They're assists. Who cares? They, they, the, the, the assists mean that it was, uh, 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 you know, it, it means that a goal was scored on the play for fuck's sake. It's crazy, and that he factored into it, and and if it's... you grow up playing hockey, and I do think that this is, 
not that there's anything wrong with being a hockey fan and not growing up playing hockey, but if you grow up playing hockey, you know that I'm sure your parents, your coaches, maybe not your teammates because, you know, you're young and whatever. They all say assists count just as much as goals, man. It's 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 one of those things that's ingrained in you as a young hockey player where it's just like you your your objective is as a unit for you guys to score when you're on the ice, create chances. And and so, yeah, it's one of those things where I, I do don't know what the fuck we're talking. It's a, it's a counting stat. This isn't even it's crazy analytics. This is basic, basic counting stats. And 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 there are fans that that are discrediting it because they need their fandom to be tied to de- just like degradation it's a weird like it feels like it's a weird kink of sorts like to be honest it, with you and it and it does kind of like lend credence to our theory that a lot of these people just need one other interest right yes, just like yes. one other thing that they can kind of you know what the islanders don't have it tonight maybe i'll finish the game but but at the end of the game i won't sit and stew for three hours i will do this other thing that I like doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I want to, yeah. Yeah. Oh. And then my brain is better off for it. Go ahead. Go ahead. You were going to say, well, that. and I was going to enter into the record before we get back to the team. Let's continue dumping on, on just this, the, this weird degrad self degradation kink that, that the fan base seems to have. Yeah. I, I wonder, I genuinely wonder Hockey how fans much in general seem to have. Yeah. Go ahead. I, 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 well, I wonder how much betting has factored in. Like, I, I genuinely, I, you've wonder been mentioning that a lot. How, how, how many people, uh, it's now no longer just like fandom pride. It's that none of us have enough fucking money because we're all being squeezed in this bullshit capitalist hellscape that, like, you now add the, uh, the, the money that, that, that you don't have enough of trying to generate to more of, yeah. trying to make more of it. And you're, you're now like, you lose it because, Anders Lee, because a puck jumped over Anders right. Lee's stick, or he he cupped he cupped the puck the wrong way, and now he's your least favorite player. And now he's your um, least favorite player needs to be bought out. I, I, I don't necessarily, I don't necessarily think. I, I, I think that no matter what, you're gonna get a lot of this. Um, but I and I don't know how much betting has has like amplified it. I think that there's like I think that there's definitely some truth to it, but I don't think it's quite that bad. I think it's maybe more on a case by case individual basis. But I think as a whole, you know, people people like need to like they just need to yell at someone or something to because they're frustrated with other areas of their life, I guess. And so, you know, it falls on these players sometimes. They're they're screaming at these players. I and 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 it's just one of the um you can you can circle back to betting. I I I I I'm not necessarily there, but it 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 does like um go kind of like it's it's one of those things where I have a thing about older guys, just older people in general, anyone in general that criticizes these professional athletes and is like you should have had that. Uh, <laughs> it. it uh, these people are fucking insane and it's it's like i used to work with a guy he was unbearable and it was just me and him and we would constantly be driving the job sites together and stuff like that and he was a big football guy kind of i don't know he was he watched football but it seemed like he hated every second that he watched of it he didn't have a favorite team or anything and the only talking points were did you see that game last night i can't believe that guy blew that i can't believe that guy didn't have that and it's like 
what? Like, it, it, it's totally. truly, imagine yourself in that situation. Like, it's it's nuts. It's probably people who never really grew up playing organized sports either, where you, you don't realize how fucking hard it is at any level to be, to contribute positively. It seems joyless. It just seems completely joyless way to, yeah, man. to, 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 to internalize entertain what ultimately is entertainment and i'm i'm fine with you getting like you're invested emotionally in the team and you want to get frustrated with a guy like yes that's totally fine. valid it's fine it's, yeah it's fine it, it's when that's like the majority of your energy is 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 yeah uh, that's is the problem communicated that way the vibe sucks I, I i don't know uh if this needs to be said just you know plainly but a lot of a lot of the vibes of Isles twitter absolutely suck I, I, I don't I can't I can't express enough how bad a hang uh a lot of a lot of the the just people that have nervous breakdowns every single time the Islanders aren't up three nothing in a period. I, I gotta say, I, I do think that this is just sports fans. And 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 it's it's a thing where like I saw it firsthand with a lot of Avalanche people that I followed last year where when they were up three one and had a chance to win at home and then they lose that game you know by a goal or whatever there's a lot of people like well that was their chance they're <laughs> that's that's it that's it for them it's fucking nuts it's really nuts and, so, and it's, it would be the same thing with the islanders if they were in that same instance where you'd have a handful of people who'd just be like well that's it that's that uh i'll have the crack know. ready baby i will have the crack ready yeah. and if yeah. they if they, if they're up three one and they lose game five i'll, I'll be like all right next game yeah. next game we're lighting up yeah but Fuck's but sake. To bring it back to, to the island. So I, I think something that we can do before. So we we have 50 minutes of, of real time before we we uh, need to, to wrap. Yeah. But uh, so I just, I'd like to do do maybe three, uh, an order of three. So the, and the first two are interchangeable. I think we should talk about the, from this period, because essentially when, when you have injuries, this is where you try things and, and, and see, see what's what 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 your impressions are of of holmstrom. you know holmstrom and and I, what little you've seen of sallow slash based off of who's healthy now how you how you would you know like to see the lines look mm-hmm. and what moves like what what your impression of of possible moves that you'd like to see based off of just overall we're 30 games in and and whatnot and then the third p- point would be the fisherman. Mm-hmm. Just get right, right, right to let, it. So let, let me start with my lines and my my trade target because I think they're they're quick. Um mm-hmm. I think the lines are somewhat similar to what you've seen. And I think that it is the fourth line being what they are. I think the first line is Barzell. I like Barzell between uh Wallstrom and Lee. I like that a lot. Um and then you've got uh, Nelson with, um, fuck's sake. Uh, uh, let me let me go to let me let me go to like the line rushes on like Gross's Twitter just to see. I just want to make sure that I'm as close as possible. Um, might have to look. Might have to look to yesterday because it's. I think it's only eight a.m. there now, so I'm not sure what time they do. Okay. Hey, so let me just say this. Uh, for what it's worth. Um, Adam Palak was on the ice for the Islanders, uh, and so was 
Kyle Palmieri and Bouvillier. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna do this with the yeah okay I'm gonna do this with the the idea that uh, that Bouvillier is not playing because I think Palmieri is probably gonna play tonight. He's off IR. Yeah. So here here's what we're doing. We're doing Lee Barzell Wallstrom, which is the first line. Uh, let's just assume that Beauvillier needs another day. And I'm going to throw Holmstrom on that second line because I think while he's up, you put him in situations where he can score. You put him with uh, Nelson, who's going to generate offense, usually by shooting, but either way, there's rebound opportunity there. Bailey, who's going to pass first almost always. Um and then you've got, if Palmieri's back, a third line of Peugeot, Parise, Palmieri, which we were talking about. That's great. And then you've got the fourth line. And if someone had to slot in for, like, you know, someone on the fourth line was banged up, we didn't. Like a clutterbuck, but he's playing. I, that's where you throw a fashing. Or a Johnson, if you wanted to give Martin a rest. Um, the D being what it is, I think is ultimately fine. Uh, I I have no... I think Salo looked fine. You know what I mean? I didn't. I, I know that Lane Lambert clearly doesn't really trust him. Uh, I don't know what that's necessarily about, but um, I'm I'm going with the lines as is in terms of D, and pretty much the lines as is in terms of the offense. That's my gut instinct, right there. And then my trade target is Tarasenko. It's 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 it makes too much sense. The dirtbag Blues are are falling further and further out of a playoff race, and I think that. They've got a GM who has like definitely hinted at blowing it up. And I think that you've got two guys that will get something back. And I don't think it's going to be a lot for a guy like Tarasenko or even Ryan O'Reilly. I don't think it's going to be as much as it would have been a year or two ago. And even then, I think that, you know, there's other guys on the trade market from other teams that might you know, be like, like a Patrick Kane or something like that, where you might have to give up a little bit more and you realize that those guys are going to get the brunt of the attention. So you can, so I think that, that a guy like uh, Doug Armstrong is going to try and get what he can get for Tarasenko and, and like do it sooner than later. I think that's, that's just what I think. Um, And I think Tarasenko is the perfect trade target in the sense that the Islanders need a little bit more scoring, which is something that I feel like uh, I've been saying as an Islander fan kind of my whole life. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, they they've needed. And I know a... that they probably want defensive depth too. But I think that that I think that that sorts itself out closer to the deadline itself. I think that you might see a, a move a little bit closer than that. I think. I don't know. Yeah. I mean. So for me, I I I mostly agree with the lines. Something that I I I do like Lee and and Barzell together. Um, mm-hmm. It seems like it seems like the Lee Nelson chemistry isn't what it was last year. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm fine with Lee, Lee with Barzell, with Walt, and and I guess Wallstrom on that. For some reason, part of me wonders about Wallstrom. If you had like Holmstrom, Nelson, and and Wallstrom, like there's something about that 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 is interesting to me. I don't think yeah. they'll do it. I think they they really are trying to keep. Wallstrom, Wallstrom with Barzell, uh, just it, it seems like they they read each other fairly decently as 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 better than 
Better than Palmieri, red, red, uh, Palmieri's got, red, got uh, this, the leg speed. And I feel like he's got the speed to keep up with Barzell, but I do think that Walsham's brain works a little bit more similarly to Barzell's. And I like that Walsham's so physical too. Like he is, he is always yeah. looking, he's always looking to, if he doesn't grab the puck, he's looking to finish a check, which I think is a good habit. Uh, especially while you're not on like a, a, a point streak or a goal streak or something like that. Yeah. And, and, it, well, and it, it also just, just comes like, I, I wonder with, with Paul Mary also just sometimes as good as the chemistry has been, I always talk about how, like, I just, it's weird to me that he, he, as good as chemistry with, with um, Pajot is, it's just, it's weird to have signed a guy to be a, you know, 25 goal guy. And, and he was, I think it was on pace for like 24 when he got hurt. Um, yeah. But like it's just weird to to sign a guy like that and then not have him in the top two lines. But it, it's it's a different NHL, I guess you could say, just in terms it, of. And the Islanders roll four lines, so it's not. He's going to be bounced around a little bit too. It's not like he's going to stick on that line with Pajot if they're down. It, it, if you know, if they're not humming. I do. I do. The one thing that I genuinely do wonder about is that, like, it just feels like he had he had. Uh, you know two points last game mm-hmm. but like with 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 Bailey it really does seem like having him having him on the on the second line it just feels like he just can't he just can't handle even those matchups and it's yeah, just I I think that pushing him to that third line is well that's you know for what's worth I was just saying that my ideal has Bailey on the second line so it's mm-hmm. I, and I get I, and it's it's one of those things where I get it because in, in theory there you have Nelson with two guys to set him up, but I, I mm-hmm. think I think Holmstrom like it, it's one of those things I can't tell if it's just at first I was like you know first couple of games and it still could be it's true. still it still is yeah he's playing he's still playing uh, a, a somewhat more reserved game but at, at a certain point you got to get you need production like that that that's what it what it comes to. at at the pro level. You need how, old is, how old is Holmstrom? I want to say twenty-two. Yeah. Okay. I, 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 you know, I, I truly think that this is a situation where it's one of those things where he might not get it done this year, but maybe next year is completely different. So it, he's twenty-one. But, yeah. Okay. He's Developing six, hockey players. He's six-two. By the way, he's six-two, two hundred five. He's a big boy. We'll 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 get to if being too tall is actually bad. Um, <laughs> um, no, I I think that uh, I I I think that he's he's twenty one. I thought he was twenty two or twenty three. That's yeah. that that makes me feel even better in my kind of thought process on these guys take a while. How old was Bartizel before he became a regular? He wasn't eighteen. He was twenty. I think he was like twenty. Sure, but he is again. You know. He's a first line point per game center. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's different. He's it's different. Clearly, Holmstrom is the Bailey replacement, and, the, yeah. and that's that's he's also he's also listed as a right wing, so he's an off wing playmaker, which is the kind of like a unique type of he's uh, dynamic. He's, but I think he's going to come along. He 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 he's playing well in the AHL. Um, the, I think the he's one the one wild card I have in all this is that if you moved if you moved Paul Mary up, so you had. Yeah, okay. If if you had you know Holmstrom Nelson, because I, I think Holmstrom has played Mary. left wing. If not, if not, I feel like playing your 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 strong side 
even if that's not your natural side. It's easier than playing your offside if you're not used to it. Yeah, I, I think, I think then with with the third line, you have the option of Parise Pajot, and the, and honestly, maybe Fashing. Like I, I, I do think Fashing has looked good. He has young legs. Yeah. It's a, it's another chippy guy, which is one of those things where, like, I think, I think as the Islanders are, are trying to, you know, score more. They have what they have right now. Until they make a move, they have what they have. And something that they can control is is you feeling your shifts when you're playing them. And having yeah. a guy like Fashing, um, I think would really would really be nice. When and uh and when it comes to defense, like I just I wonder if I really liked Romanov's game. I I thought I thought the the, the Boston game was was Romanov's most I think and and Dobson, their best overall games in a while. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't mind if if Pelic's gonna be out, you if Pelic's gonna be out, see this is this is where like the the, the Aho of things we talked about how like, oh he's he's playing better than expected. Now Pelic being out means that Aho needs to be relied on more. He almost and scored the, the game fa- winner in that Boston game. And with the fact like that 30 seconds left. That Salo is is really not trusted which to me is just like there's got to be something that's got to be something going on that's a details thing that we probably don't see that a coach sees because he sees the player every day seriously it's one of those things where it's probably not egregious stuff but it's probably bad habits that build uh and and it's probably you know those bad habits you keep doing the little things that maybe we don't notice quite as much as a coach does and he starts to trust you less because he's like you're not listening to me well, but what I find weird about it is, is that, like, I don't know. It, it's I, I just think, for me, if Pellick's out for a bit, how do you move things around? Like, I, I almost would rather... Re- really, they don't trust... The only d- defenseman on the left side that I, that is trustable is Romanov, who's still a guy that's putting things together. And that's kind of the the worry right. spot. You have, you have 30 seconds before we get cut off by zoom, tell me what the D what the D pair is. And I'll get to the trade. I'll get to the trade. Well, yeah, I'll get to the, the, the trade talk after, but I, I think I don't, I don't love it, but I wonder if in parts you go Romanov, Pulak, and then you have at times Dobson plays offside. Mm. If you're going to, if you're going to rotate defensemen in and out, it's just that like, if, if, if it towards the end of a game, having Mayfield and Dobson out there just because I, I, yeah. I, I just, if, you can trust them a little bit more if you're having to. Oh. So, okay. Keep so going. Keep going. I, I, yeah, I was, as I was, I, I just think that if, if you're basically at this moment, it's about, I, I don't know that you got to go full desperation, but I'm of the mind that like no half measures, obviously not the whole game that way. But I, I, I think that if you're going to shorten the bench anyway, um due to your your your, if you're gonna dress a guy i think you got to trust a guy that's my view especially when it comes to defense with forwards you can kind of de-emphasize a guy but i i I don't agree with what other option does he have though right well i mean to that end is 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 bulldog not not that like it would would bulldog be be that much worse it's it's just one of those things where i i just think that I, it's not it's it's not sustainable to roll five defensemen essentially 
It just isn't. Um, um, all right. You know, uh, but I, I think that what you're saying, which is, uh, you know, trotting out the lines as you see best, but in situations that are a little more dire, pivoting to a Dobson Mayfield pair where Dobson plays on his offside. I think that's completely, completely fine. And, and so as, as it comes to trade stuff, I, um, Keep talking. We'll, talking. we'll see. We'll see. We'll see tonight. We'll see um, the the Coyotes. I, I, I made that poll uh, the other day about, you know, trade target. And it was, uh, you know, Tarasenko, Kane, Chikrin, and then others specify in, in replies. And uh, pulling up the results. Tarasenko won, which I agree with. And, and I think ultimately... You know, I, I think I think what the what the Bruins game showed was um you know, this is an Islander team that you can say, you know, you'd like to see them just play more cohesively and consistently, but they're playing hard. What they need is reinforcement at the top. They need hierarchy. Mm. And and they're they're hurting. They're they're you know, they, they it's time for Lou to reward everybody that's been involved here from lane to the entire bench with, with reinforcement. And, uh, you know, Tarasenko once, I, I do agree that, that to me, Tarasenko um, profile wise fits my concern with Tarasenko. It, it, it just feels, injury. it feels is injury. And, and that's why they did. They didn't make a trade for him two years ago. That's why nobody in the league made a trade for him two years ago. Everybody got to claim him for free. Everybody got to, you know, my understanding was that everybody got to see his medicals and a lot of people like three shoulder surgeries is a fucking lot. His side's argument was like, well, this is the first one that did what it needed to do. And so far he's been right, but nobody, you, you only know that from hindsight. And the reality is he's now, you know, a season and a half uh, of older, of, of older, of how many times a game getting hit on that shoulder. You're, you know, you're. He, he's only thirty one, so he's not. He's not like decrepit, well, especially as we've talked about age. Well, okay, with that in mind, you're you're trading. you I, I guess on some level, I could see the price for him. Not it's going to be being, cheaper because of it. Because the, because the, the everyone's going to be yeah yeah that's that it's it's a perfect storm of take a chance on this guy you need scoring uh, usually those guys cost more well this guy eh, you know he he might not hold up so the price is going to be cheaper um, and and you know you're taking a little bit of a risk and because of that you're giving up less I I and and I, I would he sign I mean I think he would I'm saying would they sign him to an extension what does that extension look like as a 30 year one year old who's had shoulder shoulder surgery three times um, yeah yeah i mean so i bring all this up to say that i'm on board with tarasenko but i i, I don't think he's the only way he, he's the only path just because i wonder yes i agree his his price would be cheaper however if he's just a rental then you know, if they win a cup, who cares? None of it matters. Oh yeah, okay. He walks. No, yeah, great. However, <laughs> op operating operating on probabilities and whatnot, and, and roster setting, I would like to kind of establish 
like something more longstanding. So Patrick Kane's the same thing for what it's worth. He's just more reliable healthily and we might not. It's one of those things where you got to root for Patrick Kane. It's like, little boy, um, you know, I think whatever. I think also with, with Kane, with Kane, I, I don't think he, I, I don't think he would extend at all. Like I, I, I no, I agree. I agree. Yeah. I, yep. and I very so much it's the same it. thing. That's what I'm saying in terms of it's, like, it's a rental costlier, but costlier too. Oh yeah. Like, it, oh, yeah. What, like more costly. And, uh, Cause that, that's like the end of that's the definitive end of the dynasty there. Like that it is over, but that is the like nail in the coffin of, of, of that dynasty. And so that's going to cost a lot. And I also think that I think that he is almost certain, not certainly, but something that like I was thinking, cause I, I was thinking about wanting to talk about this while, while I was uh, just like right before the pod while walking to yeah. get my breakfast. But I, doesn't it feel like, him going to Buffalo would make so much sense with, with how Tage Thompson is exploding. I think that yes, in the uh, in in next season, I, I yeah. think that he's gonna yeah he's oh, gonna take year. a shot. Yeah, he's yeah. gonna take yeah. a shot with the team he thinks is close because he's in complete control of his destiny. Everyone says it's the Rangers, but I think that that is a stupid move on his part. I agree, he, hate him. Yeah, um, but but so to me. I will say something that that is, is interesting that was brought up in um, on uh, in that like Twitter poll that we did was like I I do I do think what I find interesting about the Horvat conversation I know we say that the Islanders don't need centers but or else they again, target someone like Jonathan Taves that's that's a Lou guy who's going to cost less talk just just talking about like you know the big picture of the, the franchise help someone that would help now and moving forward is that if they got Horvat uh, it it would cost that that would almost definitely cost a first and a ratty or or at least at least one of the two at least one at least one of the two one of the two yeah at least one of the two maybe a roster player like Bovillier probably a roster player yeah roster player and and like a and a good prospect maybe a Dufour or something like that I, it, it it would it's it's a big it's a big trade or or mm-hmm. bulldog but in my mind it's one of those things where I, I i want to see ratty i i love when you dra- you draft your own guys they cost way less to, mm-hmm. to do it that way however when it comes to like making if you're gonna make a trade i like the idea if you're gonna make a trade make one that like you know kind of sets your board for for a while and I, and and yeah. I I think I think a trade for Horvat would only happen if they were signing him, and like you know you, you were if you were to sign him and you'd have Barzell Horvat, you could move Nelson to the wing, and uh, and um, would they? I don't know. I think they could. I I, I think they would. You know, uh, Nelson I think is thirty one, go, going on thirty two. I I I don't. You know, I I've, I've uh, apparently his defensive numbers have not been great this year his 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 scoring has been awesome mm-hmm. and as as much as i've loved his game as a center it also seems like his game is changed like it's very clear his game has changed under lane lambert um, yeah and uh he, he's not he his his if his if his defensive game has slipped a bit if he only has a he is i think he has a i'm not sure if he has one year or two years after this but it's one of those things where, you know, setting the board moving forward. I, I'm a fan of 
I'm not opposed to a a Horvat deal because Horvat's a quality player that you get him now. And yeah, uh Ratu might might become something something really special, but you don't have to concern yourself with that. Like it, that, that's that's part of business practices is is of course trading um, trading something that that but being able to to do shit now with a guy that has actualized and i i think so that's something intriguing to me um and and just on defense you know I, i've i've uh i've mentioned before that i think they don't need to to, to go that that hard i think like a gostas bear yeah i think would be great, would be great. i gotta I gotta say, I, I'm not. I, I I I'm not opposed to to Chikrin. I understand people saying you don't need one. I understand he's that, hurt that all logic. The time. I he's, I get he's, that. He's never played a full season. Um, but I, he doesn't cost. He doesn't cost. He doesn't cost a lot. And Chikrin, Chick. I mean, Chikrin's salary doesn't cost a lot. Now I wonder. Okay, how, sure. And sure. I wonder. And I wonder realistically how much leverage. Uh, this shit's yeah, it's gone it's on really, so long. Yeah, it's gone on yeah. so long that I th- I think it, it would cost some things. I'm just saying, in the scheme of, yeah, it it's not. I don't think it's. I don't think they'll get him. I'm just saying. I'm. You're every not opposed time, to it. I mean, well, look look at how they, look how they look now. Look at how they look now, and how dire that feels. Whereas if you had Chikrin and everybody got to to slide up a bit, and only course, now yeah. do an Aho type guy come into the lineup. Then I think, you know, what's that mm. team? What's that team look like? I, I I just so so for me that that's where I'm at with the the player movement conversation. Let let, let, me, let me do two minutes on it because I know I said the Tarasenko's my guy. Tarasenko's still my guy, but I think that Horvat is not going to happen. I really have this feeling that Horvat's going to the Avs, but. Of the same team, I just do. I really do because look at the centers. <sighs> look at look at look at both teams. Look at both teams and where they at, are at with their centers. I don't think that the Islanders are gonna. I really don't think that they're gonna slot someone like Nelson on the wing. I understand that it would work and it could work. I don't think they're gonna do it. Now, let's look at the same team and a trade that was proposed on another podcast that we occasionally listen to. Mm-hmm. Brock Besser for Anthony Bouvillier. That's an interesting trade. And here's the thing where you mm-hmm. you were talking about like you'd be fine with the chicken trade. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be fine with any trade because it's 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 of that like I it's out of my control and I'm gonna talk myself into anything unless it's fucking abysmal, obviously. Yeah. Because why yeah. wouldn't you? Um well all these guys are are quality NHLers. It's just oh, yeah. it's just to me when it comes to that, so I while I'm interested in that one, I don't feels I like could a lateral move to a certain extent. To it, a certain it, extent, with a little does, bit of upgrade, it does. It it does with a higher ceiling, but but what I to me a a Beauvillier trade is predicated on, and and this which factors into a lot of this stuff and that conversation that that the the cap it looks like it's only going to be going up one million and not right. four. That's well, and then next year it's going to go. Yeah, but 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 you got to deal with net. You have to deal with. Mm-hmm. This coming off season before, and and to me, that is just like the the idea of of you know B- Bailey is going to be gone in the summer. I don't think they'll trade him in season. I think he's 
he's going to get packaged with like a, a second round pick or something at the draft to and sent somewhere. Yeah. Like sent to a, to a Montreal, to a Buffalo, to an Ottawa, something like that. Um, but, but I, I maybe, maybe with, 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 with Beauvillier to me, I, I think he just strikes me as such a change of scenery type guy that, yeah, that, as that Besser. He does perfect. Beauvillier does not. Um, I just, I, I don't see him getting to the, the next level. And if this is his only level, I don't think the Islanders need to spend what they're spending on this level of, of, of with the cat being where it's at, you're saying. And, and so and with, going that where in, it's going. with that in mind, that's why I kind of think with, what, what where I'm not crazy about a Besser trade is that I would rather, I would Beauvillier rather just his number. move Beauvillier as a means to free, like, you know, moving Beauvillier and, and in, in concert with Bailey being gone, all of this being as of like, you know, July 2023 20, uh, mm. is that, that, that amount of money allows space to spend for a higher, a, a higher quality forward and then the middle, the, the that middle six is where you can spot in Holmstrom. You can spot mm. in maybe, probably not Dufour, but maybe, 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 Ratu, maybe Ratu, assuming, maybe, assuming those guys weren't part of some of the, yeah. the, the trade to bring, like, so that's where, that's the reason why I'm like, conceptually, like in a vacuum, sure, but, but with that, that cap stuff, because honestly, that cap stuff, it makes the Scott Mayfield situation, as I said before, like Mayfield, I, I took him off. I took him off the block, but but honestly, that was with the expect expectation that most the of that four, most of that four would go to him, and then you'd get to operate, you know, everything Pretty else. How you are now, yeah. from, from from there. So so I, I think that's that's the one reason I'm just not not wild about about that. But let's get something that I am wild about: the fisherman, baby. Okay. Now, let me ask you this. Did you have a number two on your list or was number two trading the trade pieces? Yeah, that, that was that was the, the trade Great. the trade the roster. Great. For some reason I thought we had two more on your docket and I was like, oh boy. No. Um no. the fisherman, uh okay. Um let me let me let me do my thing. Uh it looks great. Everyone was uh like I how how much of we were at that game, the first game, um, looked great on the ice. How awesome on the ice. The the full uniform, I remember we were talking about like, oh, well, the full kit might have teal. Some of these, like, I I remember very specifically pointing to the reverse retro Oilers jersey last year. That was like, we saw the jersey and we were like, meh, meh, it's fine. And then you would look at the full kit and be like, wow, that that pops. Um, And I think that the Islanders one was this expectation of like, kind of had that Panthers one's got like those vibrant colors and you're kind of expecting it. And then when you didn't get it, you're like, hmm. And then you just kind of, you had to sit with it for a couple of days, sitting with it, looking at it. We all own one now. Um, (laughs) The the thing, the thing legitimately fucking rocks. And I think that it really is such a nice contrast from the originals that are more vibrant. And like, it's, it's got the, the, I, I will like the dark blue, um, the dark blue Island, uh, Islander jerseys of like the, uh, the Yashin years, um, mm-hmm. they weren't my favorite, but they've aged really well to me. And I like that dark blue. With- I play with them sometimes in the NHL games. It's like, it's, it's fun to throw yeah. them on sometimes. 
Yeah, yeah. I really think that uh, these things, like, really, in the course of a couple of months, have have went from being like, yeah, they're we're happy that the logo's back and they're good, to being like, these things fucking rock. I I really I really want them to uh, to be to be uh, their thirds moving forward. That's why they I, have that's to what, win in them. They have that's to what I said. Them. I said they're they're clearly selling. So we were oh, yeah. we. we we were the entire militia group chat was uh, was at uh, was at the game. It was it was it, actually no Pete was there. Remember? Oh yeah, we we did run into Pete who admitted that he was wrong. Right. Um. It it was your thirtieth. Welcome to the club. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty cool. Welcome to the thirties. They're not one they're not, fifth of the way through my life. Who knows? Yeah, it could be, be one tenth. Could be one tenth. You might only be one tenth. Three hundred. Hey, if I live to be three hundred. That would be pretty cool, and I'm I, and that's of the caveat that I kind of look and feel the way that I do right now too. Yeah, yeah, that'll happen, I think. So, so I, I I'm anticipating to never die. So yeah. I, I don't have savings because I don't need them. I will never pod, die. Pod is uh, pod is probably never gonna pod is never gonna end. Never gonna end. <laughs> never gonna stop it. Never gonna stop. Never gonna stop it. So but, yeah, so I'm. One but, fifth, one tenth, one twentieth of the way through my life now. There, all there. Got 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 to meet um your wife Lauren. Yeah. Not not my fiance Lauren. No, she wasn't there. My wife. I, I introduced there. myself as your coworker, and and she you said, did. Yeah, she mentioned that. She mentioned that to me. She said Desmond said he, that he was your coworker, and I I didn't know if it was like a joke or like I didn't know what was to the your vibe was really good. Um, she said she <laughs> said that's good because I couldn't tell because she she just said. I know who you are. Uh, <laughs> I, I didn't know how to take it, so I then I then moved to moved away. But but you know we we all were there, and it was just like walking around. So much there there was like I feel like at least seventy five percent of the arena had 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 the jer- had not just like the gear Old fisherman yeah or like a jacket the jersey like yeah. the the there was so little tradition. It was just like it was so it's clearly selling. Mm-hmm. It, the line <laughs> i remember when i got in there i got in there at 6 30 because I, I think uh me 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 uh beal and jenna got in there on the same train like around 6 30 because because they, they wanted to um they get, both got jerseys they both got jerseys yeah. and uh and um the line the line to get in an hour before puck drop the line to get into isles lab was was past yeah. the 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 like the um Partitions. whatever it is yeah. yeah so it was like people it, it's clearly selling well what it comes yeah. down to and you still do have the people that are complaining but but they lost they lost i i oh, always yeah. lost too but they lost uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah and what it comes down to is really i do think that as long as the islanders like win in these jerseys if they'll they can- if they can go three and three or four and two, because it's six games, right? It's it's six games. I think three and three is is might might be a little too too close. I think four and two, they're definitely they're definitely yeah. gonna maybe gonna, maybe a five and one situation. If it's five and one, it's if it's five and one, then then there's it, it's gonna there's not gonna be question because really, and even if it was just six games next year, like because I love the Islanders traditional jersey, like I I I yeah me too. The, I it's love one it. of the best crests in the NHL. And part of why I didn't get the Sorokin on the the reverse retro, part of it was the stitching, but also part of it was that like 
ultimately nothing beats the traditional jersey nothing mm-hmm. to me i i love it i think it's beautiful yeah. and and with with how beautiful i think sorokin is and how historic i think he is going how to beautiful be i think he is i i want i want a sorokin traditional 50 with with the 50 away or home the the blue the blue one okay sure because because you know like when you see those rare like it's usually like a palfi sometimes it's a berard maybe a Janssen or Fisho. When you see the 25-year Those patches are nice, yeah. Those are nice. And I'm like, fuck. When, you know, I'm at at the the at the 75 year when I am only, you know, maybe a a third through my life. Right. I want right. to be able to look back at that the the 50th uh Sorokin, um 50th anniversary of Sorokin and like look at like nothing beats that. But this these fisherman jerseys are just they're nice. And I I think like to your point, like the, the navy, it, it is essentially a fusion of the of the Yashin years um, and then the uh the, yeah. the fisherman, which you know which yeah. which is which is extra smart also just from a business standpoint. Mm-hmm. You now have you're now casting, ooh, you're casting a wide net. <laughs> Uh, for what it's worth, Ooh. Niles was there too. Niles was there, and it was you like my, awesome. Did, did you like my my photo? My my like uh, my yes, confrontational, I did. And my confrontational journalism picture of him in the in the uh, elevator. And you saw mine as well, right? Where so I see Niles. I'm hanging out with with friends. My wife, my wife went to go get a drink, right? And and she doesn't know she you know she expects me to be back when I'm when she comes back with her drink. Mm-hmm. I see Niles walk by, and he is cooking. He is just, you know, and there's so many people around. They're all trying to get a picture. He's not having it. He just wants to get to where he's going. And I see that and I go, I got to get a picture of this guy. And I have my little Polaroid camera there. And the way that it is, you have to look through and you really need to be confident in the picture that you're taking. Mm-hmm. One Mississippi, two Mississippi, three. You need like five seconds of someone being still to be like, mm-hmm. I got this picture. You couldn't get like half a second of this guy being still big so what i had style. to do bigfoot sighting style i had to find some open ice i saw i saw an opening i so ran to lane it. you saw a lane i saw a lane and then i turned and i shot i turned and i shot i took the pick look at that thing beautiful it's Peter an Parker unbelievable style. picture and look un- at this I, photograph every time i do it makes I do, me laugh it makes, every time i do it makes me laugh um we love the fishermen they're gonna go five and one in them um Desmond, yeah, uh, we have like eight minutes left. Do you want to do questions? Question time, question time. Everybody knows it's question time. We should do. We should get a theme, and we should get a question song too. Yeah, honestly, you know what we should do, Mike. It it, it would be funny. We should hang out for like a night or a day. We cook songs up together. It's not the worst idea. And we could it, we could we, we could be really obnoxious with it too. Use some like really. We can even get a motel. We, we we can set up. <laughs> we we get a motel to watch the game somewhere. Could be and fun. that's it. Uh, I think, so I think Scott might help us out with it though. We could probably go to his place. And, and I, I have I have a couple I have a couple hooks. I honestly have been thinking of, of a couple different melodies for for theme songs. So let me looking at questions here. We didn't we didn't get a crazy amount. I think I think what's nice is none of them are islanders related that's cool um so let's start okay first one uh the one that is like islander related 
Jeff asks, my name is Jeff. Uh, what what should I do in Arizona slash Vegas this weekend other than go to the Isles games? This is an awesome question because we both play in bands that that tour. Um, and you know we we play. I've music never and- I've never I never played there, but I appreciate. It. Hopefully, in twenty twenty three, we have some our first couple support things. Uh, have you works. have you been to you've never been to Arizona? I've never played Arizona, but but I actually okay. Okay. Lauren's family uh, lives oh. r- right by the arena because so, because they live because <laughs> they're, you've legitimately they're playing out of got, college. Right. So you legitimately got some answers as opposed to mine. Yeah. Even though, like I said, I've been to I've played Arizona like three or four times, three maybe. Mm-hmm. Um and uh listen, when I'm on tour, all I want to do is like set my stuff up and then I go to like, is there a record store? Is there a bookstore? I go to them. I, I go to like, or any like uh, cool novelty vegan food, something like that. Even if, even though I'm not vegan, it's always the spot. It's always the best food you're going to get pretty much is the, the on tour. Vegan yeah. Spots. Especially, yep. especially yeah. <laughs> uh, Vegas. We played for the first time last year and I stayed in the venue the whole time and watched the Islanders play um, <laughs> on my laptop. So um, that is my suggestion for Vegas. Stay in your hotel room the whole time and watch uh, movies. No, I'm sure that, you know, go to a casino, whatever. I don't care. Um, Arizona. Yeah. I just went to record stores and stuff. I don't have uh, that good of an answer. Desmond, you can, you can give the, the good answer. So in general, I want to see if I have, if, I just want to make sure I have the right street. So in Arizona, uh, it, in, in Tempe, uh, it, there's a place uh, um Mill Avenue, there's there's a, a bunch of just good bars and restaurants and um weed shops that that I, I recommend going to. Um there's a place called Fat Tuesdays that uh I can't I can't recall if Jeff uh indulges in, in the drink. There there's there's good food, there's good vegan food um on on, on that strip. Uh there's if you do in, uh get involved in, in the drinkage. There's a place called Fat Tuesdays that also has locations in Vegas. If you mm. like frozen, frozen alcoholic drinks just to to sip on and then get a really bad tummy ache when the sugar and alcohol just really, really set in and you just go, oh, <laughs> um, right. but, but with, right. oh, with, yeah, and with with Vegas, with Vegas, um, with Vegas, honestly, you're only there for a day. Just just hang out on the on the strip. If you can go to the if it's if it's warm enough, it's probably not warm enough. But it, if it is warm enough, I, I recommend the Luxor Hotels uh, pool situation is quite is quite nice in, and uh, and uh, that's uh, there's also me, an, me, an arcade a, a barcade arcade situation there. Let me do a quick Vegas thing really quick. We, when we played the the one uh, instance of me leaving the um, other than parking the van, which was a nightmare because I had to circle because of a bunch of one ways. I can't imagine guys. parking the van in Vegas. They had like a parking because the venue was inside of a casino. It was like a five hundred cat venue. It was it was it was it was a good show. It was a good show. It was a good show. Um, but yeah, yeah, and the green room was just like a conference room for like very clearly like it was funny. It was huge. But the the one trip outside of parking, which was a nightmare, and uh, I got very frustrated about it, was they had catering. Mm-hmm. I'm doing I'm doing quotations, and it was like uh, you had to legitimately go through a bunch of labyrinths and and passages, and you you had to like be accompanied by one of the people that worked there, and it was like the cafeteria for all the people that worked at the casino, essentially, 
and it was slop, dude. It was slop, and that was a lot of fun. Uh, okay, uh, so if you can if you can find a way into that slop cafeteria, that's actually not a bad spot to go either. Uh oh, uh, who which team will Mike be rooting for on Monday the nineteenth? I don't think we have enough time. Avalanche. Unfortunately, I don't think we have enough time to answer this question in, in uh, full. So why don't we just uh, why don't we? He's played. He's pled the fifth. That, so that's an admission of guilt. Uh, that's what that legally means. Uh. So this is a question for me. How great was it watching Chris Jericho lose? That's from Ian. That's for you, you yeah. You, you don't, it was amazing. I think that is the best, uh, that was the most interesting upset match of in, in, in wrestling history. Mike, honestly, I think it'd be a match to watch. Uh, it, in terms of, I think the commentary did a, did a good job. It's, it's the equivalent of like, let's say the lightning at the beginning of the season, yeah. you know, to talk about how they've been great, but they lost last year. And then they get dominated by the Coyotes or something like that. It, it was the Pretty equivalent fun. of that where this was it, guy was it a title match? No, no, it was just like okay. the stories. The, a, a jobber. This guy's named Action Andretti. A jobber is a guy that loses in wrestling. He's a guy that's just okay. there to lose. He doesn't have a backstory. He doesn't. Have, it's like usually a local talent or whatever. Just happy to be there. And this this instance, this guy ends up. He not. He's not just holding Chris Jericho, who's like an all-time great, like yeah, I know the name. Yeah, exactly. He's he's dominating the match, and usually you'll have sometimes you'll have matches booked this way, but then the guy wins. The 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 the, the established guy guy wins. Yeah, but then no, he he just won clean. That's pretty fun. And uh, and it was like oh shit, you know, live TV. It was like there was no context this guy previous. My 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 whole relationship with wrestling was I watched it for like a year when I was in middle school. Because I was drawn to Shawn Michaels. I thought Shawn Michaels rocked. Rocks. Great guy. Yeah. Sexy yeah. boy. I can relate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and okay, so th- this is the last question. Are the big duck allegations Perfect. going to be discussed? This is uh, this, this is has my, been a, my corner. Yeah. Well, and I'll, I'll factor in because, it, it, you know, this is in, a little inside militia baseball. But, but Mike apparently has, there's something with a big duck that has set off mike in in our chat and he's he's had to the sad thing is the sad thing is i'm more than anything caught in the crossfire here and i really i'm kind of putting my reputation on the line to stand up for what i believe is right and speak the truth and i feel like i'm trying to be silenced right now and you know this is more than anything by scott who's trying to silence me i think by kind of deflecting but i'm just gonna i'm just gonna lay out the facts as they are okay on uh uh matt who is the drummer for me and scott's band has his 30th birthday party for whatever reason he decides to book it on staten island not staten island, <laughs> fire, fire island fire island even worse um uh well not even worse but like it's one of those things <laughs> writing it down it's no because it's winter no it's because it's the win. It's the winter. I do not know why they booked a house on fire on. Nothing's going on. There's one bar open. It just seems like a, a hindrance and an inconvenience more than anything. So, at the beginning of that week, Scott got sick. Now, I think that the sickness was legitimate. I do. I'm not disputing the legitimacy of the sickness. It was all the way on Monday. Saturday is when we're going to go you know hang out at this at this place for staying over the night into sunday uh scott says he's feeling a little bit better but he's not quite up to it 
good friend's 30th birthday, one of his best friends. I wasn't super into it either, but I kind of sucked it up and I went. But you know what? Scott said he was Scott said he was getting over a sickness, which I do believe, you know, I I and I I credit him for using, you know, if he did using it as some kind of excuse. I don't, you know, I I I'm not I'm not I'm not posing that. Here's here's what I'll say. The facts are he got sick on Monday. Saturday, he did not wind up going. We're all hanging out on Saturdays, like, you know, a party. There's some people there, they're drinking. Someone notices that someone close to Scott, who he's with, posts a picture of the big duck, the the statue um, uh, out east. Uh, you know, the you know about the big duck, right? No. You don't know what the big duck is. No. So the big the big duck is a big statue of a duck that's out out on Easter Long Island. Um it's uh it's just a big duck is what it is. You can't mm-hmm. do much there. They lit it for Christmas. Um mm-hmm. so we noticed that Scott didn't come to Scott was too sick to come to Matt's 30th birthday party. It was one of his best friends, but he went to go see the big duck. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. And then when when everyone brought it to his attention he got very defensive and now here's where we're at and and so the allegation is that scott went to the big duck and he didn't go to matt's birthday party now there's no picture of scott in front of the big duck and he has not denied going to the big mm-hmm. duck itself that's why i use the term allegations um it's kind of all a little bit murky right now but it, it's those are the facts that are in place and for whatever reason i'm the one who said the big duck allegation so I called them the big duck allegations and now Scott is not happy with me. Um, and, mm-hmm. and he's kind of, he's, he started Photoshopping unsavory pictures of me and sending them to all the chats that I have mentioned the big mm. duck allegations. In, and it seems, it seems like it's I, some kind of, I, I, I've seen some pictures. Well, I mean, I, I, I didn't see him Photoshop it. So as far as I know, these pictures oh, are real, <laughs> but yeah, some of the images are feature you. Um, on the wrong Careful. side of right okay of of the a lot of historical of World War II. right um, right which is insane there well on the I wrong wasn't side of i wasn't alive for world i wasn't era. alive for these 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 periods of time which means that, that I... you that you've possibly developed a time machine and have chosen <laughs> to go back in time and be, been on the wrong side of history what i will say is scott i think I invited um, him to come on we to don't the know. podcast to discuss this, by the way. We don't refused. know. We don't know if Scott was there. However, Scott was sick. Hanging out, staying together, that could breed sickness. And, you know, he, he didn't okay. want everybody to be sick with their families. However, going to a big duck, which I assume is outside, it's not yeah. as much of a commitment. It's not no, as much no, of a, it isn't. Of a can- it isn't. You're contamination. Right. So even if Scott were to have gone to the big duck, it does not make him less of a friend. If anything, it makes him more of a friend he just oh, wanted to go outside get the hell so out I of think, here desmond and i think that's a good place uh for us to end the episode scott scott is innocent um okay. and and mike i mean geez a lot of these, <laughs> these some of these images hit the internet you know we're still verifying them i'm still having um uh, i'm having our forensic team look at it which actually is head by scott so um <laughs> We'll, we'll we'll see next pod uh depending on on if if uh you know what these image uh searches uh 
you know, come up with. Maybe I'll have a new, uh, a new, a new podcast mate. But until then, this has These been our Photoshop. Well, I, 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 didn't, I didn't see him Photoshop it. So I, I was not alive. To, I didn't build a time machine. I haven't seen you not build the time machine. So okay. Well, alrighty. Uh, and 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 anyway, I guess we're ending the pod here on this note. Yeah. So I guess we'll. Well, I think let's go gonna... Islanders. <laughs> So I think we're going to try and actually get together for a Twitter spaces uh, at at least one of, if not both of the intermissions for the Avalanche Islanders game. No particular reason for that. We just think keep an eye fun. out because we're, we're both rooting for the Islanders in that game. And we, and we might, it, it might make sense to go into rather than episodes with the moving around spaces might be the way to go for the, for this next couple of weeks, just because I'm going to be in Arizona. Um, we'll figure Well, Christmas. you know, we'll try and we'll try, it's well probably the next the next pod will either be late this year or early next year yeah but but maybe um, spaces maybe we might to yeah twitter spaces might be the way there yeah. yeah yeah so you know it's going to be a good game that avalanche islanders game let's go islanders only I, exclusively I'm rooting, for, I'm rooting for a good game hoping for a good game so we'll we'll talk to you exclusively soon. islanders win. see you guys soon.